Welcome to Fast Break, presented by M3 Elevate. I'm Matt Cranny, and this is the show where we talk offensive and defensive business strategies with some of the most successful and insightful small business leaders. So if you're looking for great conversation and new ways to grow and protect your company, you're in the right place. There's no such thing as a small business. Every business is monumental for the people who lead and depend on it. At M3 Elevate, we have hundreds of policies, but only one mindset. Fuel your growth. Neil Peters Michaud is the CEO and co-founder of Cascade Asset Management. Neil grew up in Silicon Valley, where he gained technical work experience in IT and supply chain management. Prior to founding Cascade in 1999, he earned his BS and MBA from the University of Wisconsin and worked in environmental NGOs and state government. Neil received the University of Wisconsin Alumni Association Forward Under 40 Award and was recognized in the Hall of Fame of the Electronics Reuse Conference. Since 1999, Cascade Asset Management has provided comprehensive IT equipment retirement services for businesses, institutions, and municipalities across the country. A privately held, family-run company, Cascade operates full-scale processing facilities in Wisconsin, Indiana, and Florida, collecting and testing tens of thousands of devices each month. Neil, welcome to the Fast Break. Thanks, Matt. It's great to be here. Well, let's dive right in, Neil. On the Fast Break, as you know, we love to learn from the awesome voices who are doing what we call the rewarding, terrifying sometimes, but critical work of building small and growing businesses. So tell us all about your company, Cascade Asset Management. Yeah, well, you have a good introduction, a little bit of the background where we've been in business for about 23 years, and we're in this probably little known industry called IT asset disposition, and we like to say computer retirement. So as people are buying new computers, they have to figure out what to do with the old computer equipment. And we like to look at the word of us being in the retirement industry because these items may not be dead. They might have another life in retirement through either reuse, component recovery, repair, or recycling into uh, constituent materials that we can recover. So our business is all about what we like to say, cascading IT equipment to its next best use when it's no longer needed for its original intended purpose by businesses. One of the things is a follow-up, maybe, uh, Neil, to that question that grabbed me the most when I was doing my research uh, about Cascade was your sort of four S's framework, security, sustainability, savings, and satisfaction. Can you share with our audience how you developed that approach and why it resonates so much with your clients and prospects? Yeah, when we started our business, we started with three of those four pieces of the framework, and they were focused on security, the environment, and value recovery. Uh, we added the fourth item of satisfaction later because it became a critical importance to our customers. So going through each of those four, as you mentioned, security is the number one reason people use us. Uh, people have data on their devices when they're disposing of them. And the most important thing we do is tracking those assets, identifying anything that might have uh, data storage devices on them, which is more than just your typical PC or laptop. It could be printers, copiers, networking devices. And then we sanitize that data to um, government guidelines, which is the NIST 800-88 guidelines for media sanitization, and provide an accountable me uh, measure and method to ensure that that data has been destroyed and provide the auditing tools to verify that it's been destroyed. 
Um, sustainability, focusing on the responsible management of their electronic devices. And again, that's through reuse, component recovery, and recycling. The other big part of it is just avoiding creating environmental harm from improperly disposing of electronics. Then on the savings, it's really about value recovery. Um, while it does cost money to responsibly reuse and recycle electronics, there's value in the equipment that we can reuse and resell. And so we have a lot of clients that are on a regular refresh program where they replace their equipment every three to four years. And if we can get that equipment while it still has some good value, we're going to pay them more for the resale value of that equipment than for all the fees to pick up, wipe the data, record, and track the items. So getting that value back and providing savings is really important. Um, and again, satisfaction wasn't a part of our original framework, but it's actually one of the things that customers value and, and appreciate the most. Um, out of over 40 companies globally, we've been ranked number two the last two years uh, by a company called uh, compliance standards. So quality of service is really important to us. Neil, can you take us back to 1999 uh, when you founded Cascade and, and share with our audience sort of how you were able to, you know, skate where the puck was going? Yeah, I, I think like a lot of entrepreneurs, I experienced the problem myself. So I, prior to starting Cascade, I was managing the University of Wisconsin Surplus Property Disposal Program. It's called the Swap Shop now. And we had to figure out how to get rid of all the, from furniture, lab equipment, and computer equipment generated by the university and state agencies. And we would just have essentially weekly garage sales to try and sell this equipment. And we couldn't sell it all. We were throwing it away in the dump. And there had to be a better use for this. And how can we divert this material that's being landfilled and also that might not be handled properly from a security standpoint and try and serve businesses in this unmet need? It used to be the case that companies would go to a large corporation getting rid of their equipment and say, I will pay you some money for your old equipment. Our innovation was, we're not going to pay you for that equipment. We're going to charge you for getting rid of that equipment because we're going to provide a valuable service of destroying the data, reporting to that um, on, on the disposition of those assets to you. But what we're going to do is we're going to share in the revenue with you. So we negotiated a revenue sharing percentage. And uh, we actually find that we're decoupling the risk of our business model of trying to hedge what we think the equipment's worth by paying for it ahead of time, by instead diverting and, and waiting to, to, share, to share the resale value with our customers later. And we're paying them a lot more money uh, for their equipment than they were getting otherwise from people hedging their investments into purchasing the equipment. And I think the idea of uh, experiencing the problem and then being willing to sort of step into it to say there there has to be a better way and um, being able to turn that uh, sort of burden into an opportunity. Um, and, and I think that's sort of the genesis why we love, you know, working with small businesses here in M3 Elevate. So at M3 Elevate, we're obviously one of the things that we're built on is the principle that we need to help our clients play offense, uh, a growth in defense sort of protection uh, with their businesses. So learning more about you and Cascade, I think this is a natural answer, but I want to tee it up anyway. Um, can you describe how your team helps cl your clients uh, grow and sort of play offense as their businesses? Um, yeah, I think one of the things is some of the new and emerging focus and interest on ESG reporting, especially by public companies and large enterprises, which are you know our biggest uh, you know base of, of customers. So this environmental, uh, social, and governance reporting that is going to be um, it's being introduced and being required in certain jurisdictions. The customer, the companies need to be able to report their um, their progress on all these three areas. And Cascade is right in line with that. Um, from the environment, we can provide information to our clients about the waste diversion and the reuse that we've been able to create. Uh, we provide annual reports to customers looking at waste diversion rates, carbon equivalents based on our reuse and recycling of those electronics that they can use directly into their sustainability reporting. 
So it makes our customers who are like typically the IT managers, they can be a champion on the environment because what they're doing working with Cascade is being able to show how they can improve the sustainability impact of their company. The other big thing that's been great for us too is on the social good, um, a lot about electronics is focused on digital equity. Um, we can help customers improve the, manage this issue and this challenge of, of access to computer equipment and affordable internet access. So we have a lot of great partners that we work with um, who want to donate computers, but they don't want to deal with the problem of wiping the data, installing new licensed software and providing service and support to those charities and individuals. So we manage all of that for people so they can help out the community, have a real impact on people, and also report it on their ESG um, portfolio. What an awesome example. Thank you for sharing it. And obviously, Neil, for you personally, sort of, you know, founding the company, nurturing it into a successful business obviously results in sort of, you know, personal growth as well. I'm wondering if just for a second, we'll, we'll, we'll pivot from talking about sort of Cascade to talking a little bit about you. What do you think you've learned on your journey as a business leader and entrepreneur, maybe both personally and professionally, that you can think in this moment as, as we continue to move through 2023, that you think maybe could help other business leaders with their growth journey? Well, I think the one thing that I've learned is that I can always learn more. Um, just having that humility. And, and I, as you mentioned too, the things change a lot you know, with our industry. So there's always new devices coming through, uh, challenges with how data is secured, challenges with how to test and refurbish equipment. Um, I like to say it's fortunate that we're we can be on the cutting edge by being three years behind the latest innovations because that's about how long it takes for equipment to get to us, but we still need to be keep up with it. And so just having the willingness to learn and grow um, is really important and to recognize I don't have all the answers. I think the thing that we are doing successfully at Cascade is um, being true to what we know how to do, understanding where we need to go out and bring more talent in to help us, especially when we've dealt with data security and um, um, data center equipment. It's got a whole nother set of uh, challenges to us. Um, and then knowing when to go outside to work with consultants that can that can provide us that additional benefit and additional expertise that we just can't afford to bring in um, to our own staff. And that's really helpful from um, small business perspective. So understanding we got to learn from others, we can't do this all on our own. And how do we tap into those resources, both internally and externally to make us successful? Well, Neil, let's, let's sort of keep moving. So uh, when we say protecting your business or playing defense, you know, what comes to mind for you? And how do you think about that concept from a Cascade perspective? Yeah, there's a lot of things that are a challenge, but I think the biggest concern we have that's the keep you up at night issue is what if there's a data breach? Um, what if there's a data breach from us? What if there's a breach that happens from our customers and we're handling their equipment? Um, this is something that is having a significant impact on the industry. Uh, there was a case with Morgan Stanley from about a year and a half ago where they partnered with another ITAD provider to get rid of some of their servers and some end user computing devices. They were resold without the data being wiped and uh, they're, they're paying, they had over $60 million in fines just on the outset from the SEC and others to, uh, because of a lack of controls over their, their process for disposing of their old assets and their data. Um, so we want to play defense with our clients to make sure that never happens. We work with third-party independent certifications, the National Association for Information Destruction, which does um, 
unannounced audits, which does other very detailed annual certifications of our programs. Um, we have a lot of layers of control to make sure that we can protect ourselves. I will say M3 has been a real big support for us there too, because uh, providing not only um, cyber liability coverage to provide assistance with this, I think there's a lot of good tools that we've been able to use to help build programs with disaster recovery, business continuity planning, and trying to give that information to our customers too, to help make sure that they can reduce, um, mitigate their risk for data loss when they dispose of their IT assets. Cyber liability is certainly the fastest growing line of coverage. And, and from a small and growing business perspective, something that you don't always see it in the headlines because they get taken up with you know, the examples like Target and others who've had some of those very visible breaches. But from a frequency standpoint, it's happening so much uh, in that small and growing business community. What practical advice can you share with them about where do you start? There's good programs from the eStewards program, um, which is a program that focuses on environmental stewardship and sustainability. They're, they have independent certifications of companies like Cascade to verify that we're not dumping electronics on developing countries, that we have good safety, health, and, and protection programs in place. There's a similar standard called R2. So people could look up those um, certification programs, and you can actually go online, search eStewards or R2, and you'll see a, um, all the companies that have gone through the certification. So that's like a first due diligence program to make sure that people have good programs in place, have been audited and certified. The other thing that's really good too, in this NIST 800-88 guidelines for media sanitization, it is a fantastic overview of how people should look at their data security program when they're reusing, destroying, uh, de redeploying, or disposing of their old IT assets. And it actually helps organizations define their tolerance for risk when they're disposing of devices, and then create programs both internally and with their outsource providers like a Cascade on how to make sure that they protect the data on those devices. It's very clearly laid out. It's a wonderful guideline, and that would be uh, a, a great resource that people should look at. It's easy to digest too. Neil, we will link to those resources uh, for our listeners in the show notes. Um, so go ahead and, and, and check those out. And of course, and we will close with this, you can always reach out to Neil and the team at Cascade as well uh, to be able to help you sort of get started. So Neil, before we wrap up, and this is always one of my favorite uh, parts of our, our, our conversations, we get to switch uh, now to our fastest break set of questions. Uh, Neil, favorite book that you've read in the last 12 months? I just finished reading The Existential Pleasures of Engineering, and it spoke to me well. Complete the sentence. For you, leadership is? Say, doing good with intent and integrity. The most impactful coaching advice that you've ever received? So when I was uh, learning how to coach uh, for my uh, daughter's 12-year-old soccer team many years ago, the coach was fantastic on how to train us to be trainers. But I would say it was practice the fundamentals to get really good at your uh, at getting ultimately good in the game. So really focus on fundamentals. And that, that works for us in our businesses too. So I love it. Um, your favorite podcast that you would recommend to our audience? You know, I don't listen to many podcasts. I'm kind of old school and uh, read magazines in the New York Times. So that's where I'm going to go with that. Uh, hey, that works too. That works too. Um, you can't live without it app on your phone. Spotify and any music streaming service. I love music. Uh, last thing you did that truly scared you? Oh, uh, last week I was skiing in Utah. It was complete whiteout conditions. We were on a cliff and I didn't know how to get down. That was a little scary, but I survived. I was going to say, we're glad that you did and were able to join us today. So, oh my gosh, that would terrify. Okay. Uh, last one. If you uh, have to give a TED talk, Neil, 
what would be its title? I think I bring together my passion and uh, work. So the philosophy of electronics recycling. Before we close today, Neil, can you share with our audience where they can find out more about you, about Cascade Management, and maybe how to take that first step to engage with you if they're curious about uh, your services? Yeah, definitely. Our website has a lot of information. We like to put post news and resources there as well. So that's at cascade-assets.com or just Google Cascade Asset Management. Uh, and there's a lot of news stories too. So I would just, you know, again, the industry is often known as IT asset disposition. They're the ones that focus on more than just recycling electronics. It's looking at the security side, uh, the reuse and recovery of value. So if you want to look at people that are in that industry or stories about it, focus on ITAD or IT asset disposition. Neil, thank you so much uh, for being willing to be with us today sharing your wisdom and your cascade story and your uh and your own personal insights with our audience we truly appreciate it matt it was great a lot of fun i appreciate it too thank you this has been fast break presented by m3 elevate where we talk with high impact business leaders and share strategies that you can use to grow and protect your business And remember, don't settle for an insurance and benefits agent who only plays defense. You need an advisor, a partner, a friend who helps you play offense too. That's us. Like what you heard? Well, don't forget to subscribe. You'll find bonus content and more episodes at m3ins.com slash m3elevate and anywhere where you find your podcasts. And if you're a business owner or leader with insights to share, give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. We might even love to have you on the show. This is Fast Break, presented by M3 Elevate. I'm Matt Cranny, and we'll see you next time.